1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Our number two Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Catch the podcast. 989TheAnswer.com, TheAnswerDayton.com. Alan will put that together for you today. All the content, commercials removed, about 20 minutes. Perfect for a Stairmaster workout or walk around the neighborhood. Down, you looked at me funny in the first hour when I said that I was up late last night watching the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes from Maui. Oh, did they lose? They did. 88-77 to San Diego State. They play Cincinnati this afternoon. They're finally playing somebody. Four o'clock. Yes, they are finally playing somebody, and it did not go well for them last night. It's a young team. It's a lot of... Young team, soft team. Ooh. They played a very tough team last night. They found out what it's like to play somebody who's tough and nasty. And it did not go well for them. So we'll see how they fared this afternoon against the University of Cincinnati. I made a call this morning. I would like for you to make the same call to the office of outgoing Ohio Senator Rob Portman. Now, Rob Portman is one of the 12 Republican senators who is on board with The inaccurately named Respect for Marriage Act. Now, over the years, we have had multiple lawsuits. Jack Phillips, the cake maker in Colorado, comes uh, most quickly to mind. Of people engaged in the wedding industry who have a religious objection to using their talents to glorify unions that they deem not to be in accord with their faith. The Bible says marriage is one man, one woman, forever for the purpose of creating children and raising them to love God and to serve their fellow man. Uh, the left has, I'm trying to think of a, of a correct and word that won't get me in trouble, perverted marriage, they have perverted marriage into something that it, is not and was never designed to be. I outlined yesterday a scenario where it is very obvious that our government incentivizes the bastardization of marriage, not just by causing you a marriage penalty when you pay your taxes if you file jointly as opposed to filing separately, but by putting into practice laws that would allow Someone to pay far less taxes in a year. The example I gave you was $18,000 less in taxes a year. If a husband and wife would get divorced and the husband would, quote unquote, employ the wife, give her hmm, $50,000 a year to be the mother of the couple's children, she could then apply for, and get free health care for her children. She could put her divorced spouse on her health care, which would be free from the government. Wait, they're divorced, Bruce. can't do that. Yeah, they can. Domestic partners. Domestic partners. You can give your health insurance to anybody you want to. Just say they're your domestic partner. And she could also get free private school tuition for many private schools for her children. And her and her husband's children, they're just not legally married anymore. That is how the government incentivizes not to be married. And now they are going to take away the protections that our Constitution has offered to people via the right to worship how you want to worship. Jack Phillips, the cake baker in Colorado, said, I don't want to make a wedding cake for a gay couple. I don't believe in that a gay union is a marriage. So I don't want to use my cake-baking talents. This could be a photographer. This could be a dressmaker. This could be anybody. And as soon as Jack Phillips won his case at the Supreme Court, narrowly won the case in terms of how the, the law was applied. They came right back at Jack Phillips and wanted him to ma- they wanted to, him to make a gender-reveal cake. So, like, blue or pink on the inside with a depiction of Satan on the cake, and he refused. And, of course, he wound up right back in court again because they want to make an example of Jack Phillips. The people who do that are horribly evil, of course, and now those people include Ohio Senator Rob Portman. The face of evil is sometimes hard to recognize, is it not? The Respect for Marriage Act would codify gay marriage into federal law and it will be and is being branded as a protection of religious freedom but any scholar out there who is conservative says that is an outright lie that crushing dissent is the entire purpose of the proposed law it's proposed by democrats okay let's just let's just deal with it from this perspective do you think that Democrats in the House and the Senate are going to write a law called the Respect for Marriage Act that will protect the rights of Christian people to not do weddings for people whose unions they do not approve of. Would you trust Chuck Schumer and AOC to write that law to really authentically and irrevocably protect the religious freedom of conservatives, I think the answer is obvious. Quoting from a story in the Federalist called the Respect for Marriage Act is an exercise in tyranny and everyone knows it. The column reads, Anyone who owns a small business related to the wedding industry, photographers, bakers, website designers, venue owners, caterers or florists will be sued into oblivion if they refuse services to same-sex couples, religious colleges and universities will lose their tax-exempt status. Religious institutions of every kind. That's your church and mine. If they hold to their teachings and traditions about marriage, will face an onslaught from the Department of Justice and the federal bureaucracy. Really? Really? Come on. You mean the Department of Justice would come after people of faith? The Department of Justice would persecute American citizens? I mean, sure, there's that video of them showing up with guns drawn at the crack of dawn and walking a pastor out uh, at gunpoint while his kids watch. But that's probably an exception, right? Not something they'd want to repeat all over the country. The column quotes a college president from the Catholic University of America saying, suppose a Catholic college refused to allow a same-sex married couple To live in a college-owned graduate student housing for families. The school might be subject to all kinds of litigation. Such a college might lose its nonprofit status. Their students might lose eligibility for financial aid. And their faculty might lose eligibility from research grants from government agencies. Follow the money. Follow the money. The federal government has the money. The federal government can parcel it out to who they want to. If you're not on board, well, gee, sorry about that. It is all the more appalling that 12 Republican senators, including Mitt Romney, a Mormon, are supposed to be all about the family, right? Yeah, Mitt Romney's not a Republican. Turns out he's not really a Mormon. All the more appalling that 12 Republican senators voted to advance the bill knowing full well what it will do. Now, this is why I have listed on the Bruce Willie Show Facebook page and on my social media Rob Portman's Washington, D.C., office telephone number and his Columbus office telephone number. So I'll give it to you now. I don't expect you to remember it, but it's on my socials. Call the number and voice your vehement disagreement with Rob Portman's position on this, which used to be, which used to be to defend biblical marriage, one man, one woman forever, no civil unions, no gay marriage. And what changed? Oh, Rob Portman's son told Rob Portman he was gay. And Rob Portman should, of course, love and support his son, but he shouldn't subject the rest of us to what Rob Portman's son wants the law to be concerning marriage. I thought we elected Rob Portman to represent us. Is that, That's my parameters that I have when I vote for someone. I'm under the apparently mistaken impression that I'm voting for them to represent my views. Right? Are you under that impression too? See, you're wrong and I'm wrong. Rob Portman gets to vote how Rob Portman thinks. And because you voted for Rob Portman and I voted for Rob Portman, we have to think how Rob Portman thinks. That's apparently how this works. I don't think that's how it was drawn up to work by our founders. I believe in a constitutional republic, you elect representatives to represent you and your views. So it's a good thing Rob Portman's getting his sorry tail out of the Senate. Because he's lost the obvious mission which he is there to fulfill. And, of course, Rob Portman is in the perfect position because he can bring his considerable weight to bear on this horribly immoral and evil law and never have to face electoral consequences for it ever again. He can sit over there at his family table at the Golden Lamb and eat steak and toast himself for ensconcing perversity into American law. His legacy will forever be tainted, in my mind. And you have a couple weeks to register your objection. So go and get the number and call it. Well, I thought I would bring back here at the uh, lunch hour uh, something that I made for you a while back. It is uh, one of my favorite audio clips here on the Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, I like to refer to it as the uh, Kamala Harris word salad. Now, why am I going to bring back the Kamala Harris word salad today? Because yesterday, uh, Kamala was back at the uh, buffet of idiocy, from which she often dines, and she offered up another assessment of life, that uh, qualifies for, in the spirit of her comments, inclusion in the Kamala Harris word salad. Now, she was talking about the uh, National Transgender Day of Remembrance. And see if you, like me, believe that every single time Kamala Harris talks, no matter to whom she is talking, it seems as if she perceives her audience to all be four years old needing things to be things to be framed in a context where we can only understand it if we are as infantile as she is
0: the way that i think about it is you know like relay racing you know you race and someone passes the baton and then right so that's what life is it's basically a relay race and so the people who are our heroes whichever gender they are. They ran their part of the race, and then they passed us a baton. And the question is, what will we do with the time we carry the baton? Which means there's no time to get tired. Come on. Right? You're going to pass that baton at some point, but right now you're carrying it. And the question is, what are you doing with it?
1: Now, I picture everybody sitting around her while she's talking as being seated on little tiny chairs, right? Like little tiny chairs. They're yellow and they're red. (laughs) They're blue. (laughs) Like little tiny chairs. And Kamala's talking about life is a relay race. They got butterflies. Oh, my God. Seriously. So I think that qualifies for inclusion in the uh, Kamala word salad. Uh, Audio montage that I don't play, in my opinion, often enough.
0: As we all know, elections matter. And when folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. It is time for us to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. (laughs) Every day it is time for us to agree. Talking about the significance of the passage of time. Oh, this is
1: a golden oldie.
0: Right? The significance <laughs> of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. Mm. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO allies. It is a country in Europe. It exists Next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. Mm. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. And I haven't been to Europe. And I mean, I don't know. We must together, work together Mm. to see where we are. Where? Where we are headed. Where? Where we are going and our vision for where we should be.
1: Alone? But or? also
0: see it as a moment, yes, mm. to together okay. address the challenges. We have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been <laughs> and then to make the possible actually happen. Oh. Based on what we've just been able to see and because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Mm. <laughs> okay. I <but> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, no, I, no, I <laughs> it was a debate.
1: <laughs> there you go. I hope you're full now from the common words out. What you just out.
0: said is one of the most insanely idiotic <laughs> things I have ever heard.
1: Well, not just that guy, because here is the classic. Response of uh, former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich to all that you just heard from Kamala Harris.
0: If you want a strong reason to pray for the health of the President of the United States, you are reminded again today that that reason is the Vice President. Uh, She's not only totally incoherent, she's just dumb. I mean, let's, let's be clear. Kamala Harris may be the dumbest person Ever elected vice president in
1: American history. Hard to argue, isn't it? Hard to argue. I mean, again, I do, I do, I don't know what has happened. Was she like this in California, where every time she made a speech, she treated the people that she was speaking to as if they were as stupid as she is? Like, is this the only way she can understand concepts? Is to frame it as if she is perpetually trapped? In the identity of a kindergarten teacher. Like, listen to her on, on the tra- Look, listen to how she poses what life is like.
0: The way that I think about it is you know, like relay racing? Mm. You know, you race and someone passes the baton and then. I got right? it. So that's what life is. Okay. It's basically a relay race. Oh, it
1: is? Mm.
0: And so the people who are heroes. Whichever gender they are. Of course. They ran their part of the race, and then they passed us a baton. And the question is, what will we do with the time we carry the baton?
1: Can I hit you over the head with it?
0: Which means there's no time to get tired. Come on. Right? Come on. You're going to pass that baton at some point. (gasps) But right now you're carrying it. And the question is, what are you doing with it?
1: Again, I'd hit you over the head with it if I could get within arm's length of you. Because I don't like to have my intelligence insulted. And every time she opens her mouth, she insults the intelligence of the people she's speaking to. And that is fine and dandy if she's some low-level congressperson who has no influence at all. This is the woman who breaks ties in the U.S. Senate. This is the person who is responsible for the spending of trillions of dollars on the Build Back Better plan and the Inflation Reduction Act. Her vote. She has that much power. And she's one heartbeat away from being our commander-in-chief. Can you imagine her giving the baton talk to the troops? Ugh.